0: hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the everything universal orlando podcast where i cover well everything from the universal orlando resort today is going to be a bit of an introduction day where i can tell you a little bit about the channel and myself as well as my relationship with universal now let's get into it here's a little bit about myself i currently live in michigan so sadly i cannot get to the park so easily However, I've been there enough times to be able to give you a well-versed opinion on how many of the as- on many of the aspects of the park. But one day I hope to eventually move down to Orlando to get a job by the parks in one of the hotels like Endless Summer or Cabana Bay. Now, onto the channel. With this channel, I hope to not only give my opinions about the parks, but also deliver universal news as well such as new attractions opening up like the new unannounced jurassic coaster which i plan to cover next week and one day i hope to even interview other prominent names in the theme park community to get their opinions i plan to release a new episode for the podcast every saturday unless certain obligations render me unable to before we get into the main topic today Let's take a little break, and when I get back, I will discuss how I became interested in Universal, and how I plan to let my growing interest for the parks impact my future. Enjoy what you're listening to? Consider subscribing to the channel, and hit the notification button to keep up to date on all the newest episodes. And now, back to the show and we're back so my universals orlando story starts in the early 2000s my family and i took a trip to florida to visit some family in siesta key before we went there we decided to take a pit stop in orlando since disney was too expensive we decided to take the cheaper route and go to universal orlando I didn't remember much besides being scared of E.T. and Cat in the Hat and being scarred by being dragged on Jurassic Park River Adventure, a ride we didn't know had the drop until it was, well, too late. That was a great trip, but the story doesn't stop there. Flash forward to 2013, we had just moved to a new city and my grandmother was trying to plan a trip for us to go to Disney World. But after several delays and plan changes, my brother, sister, dad, and I ended up going to Universal instead. It was the first time I had ever been to the Wizarding World, so sadly, I couldn't appreciate it until later in life because I was so young. We were able to see Terminator 2 3D Battlecross time twice before it was closed about a year or two later. To be converted into the born stuntacular, and I remember being once again scarred. This time by Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. When I had gotten in line, I had assumed it was nothing more than a harmless dark ride. Seeing over, th- seeing the over-the-shoulder restraints on the test seat kind of confused me, but I didn't think any anything of it. But on the ride, the moment we were on that bench, straight up on our backs, I knew this wasn't going to be like the Amazing Adventures of Spider Man. Like, seriously, they took the scariest part of the Harry Potter universe. They were like, I bet this was how they were in the border. And they were like, all right, we need to come up with a Harry Potter ride that'll appeal to all ages. So, what do we got? And somebody was like, hey, you know what? Everybody loves about Harry Potter. THE SPIDERS. It's not like somebody will go on with arachnophobia not knowing what they're in for, and be hit with a face full of spiders, right? And you know what? Let's take a ride system, and instead of using just regular cars, let's use KUKA ARMS, which are used for building CARS. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And you know what else? You know what else? Let's take, hmm, let's take the Dementors, probably the scariest part of Harry Potter, and let's take about five of them, and not just make them static, no, make them move on Kuka Arms as well. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds like a great idea. No. But anyway, I'm going on a tangent. Um, besides that, it was a pretty great, uh... It was a pretty great um, trip overall. And funny story, I guess, on a side note. One day, I think it was the same day, we had rode for Ben Journey. And after that ride, I could not trust another Harry Potter ride they had there. I just couldn't. So my brother and sister went on... uh, They went to Diagon Alley, and they went on Escape from Gringotts. And my dad, he has, like really bad motion sickness, or he did at the time, and he didn't want to go on it because, or well, he knew I didn't want to go on it, so we waited in The Simpsons area, and we couldn't ride like The Simpsons because he would get really bad motion sickness. So, we waited, and we waited about an hour and when they finally or no more like two hours and when they finally got back apparently the elevator that takes you from the quote-unquote bank down to the vaults um i guess it had broken down and it took them a while to fix so yeah that was kind of a bummer but the next day i wrote it and i had a great time on it so whatever's whatever but anyway uh let's continue Besides that, it was a great time. We stayed at Cabana Bay Beach Resort, in my opinion, the best on-site hotel property. I mean, I just loved the 50s aesthetic they had going on. I feel like all the cars there they had there were great. I I just loved the old, you know, the old 50s theme, and uh, I liked the music they played, and... I loved how in the Bayliner Diner area where you could actually eat, they were playing old, like, commercials and stuff. I thought that was a really nice touch. And, I don't know, but for some reason, the Universal store they have in that hotel is actually probably my favorite. I don't really know why, I just think it looks really nice. So, yeah. Um, and anyway, uh now... Uh, we were also, I mean, besides the Harry Potter stuff, we were able to ride the new attractions that we hadn't been on, cause they weren't even around back in the early 2000s, like Despicable Me and Transformers, and so that was really nice, and, um, and so yeah, and also The Simpsons, and now this next part's gonna get a little heavy, so stay with me. Our next trip to Universal was in January of 2019. This was my sophomore year of high school, and at this time, I was dealing with a lot of severe anxiety and depression. It was just, there was a lot of things that just were, felt just really not good in life. There were just a lot of changes, and it was just really hard to find enjoyment in basic things. Fortunately, I've been able to Uh, get over that and find help now, but just at the time, it just wasn't really good, and like I said, there were a lot of fast changes going on, I, uh, friendships were just being tainted, and schoolwork was piling up, and it was just a lot, like I said, a lot happening fast, and it was very hard to manage, and Earlier that September, one of our good friends had unfortunately passed away from a stroke. But that's that's getting too deep. We we won't get into that. This is about Universal after all. So, um, when we went to Universal, though, it, for me it was like a light bulb moment. Like I just when we went there, I f- just this sense of just overwhelming like happiness and euphoria just came over me because i i just feel like it i, I don't even really know how to describe it but it was just such a nice time and we had such a great trip um and really when you're going to the theme parks it's amazing because when you're at universal or disney or really wherever you go in the theme parks in orlando you don't have to worry about what's going on in your life and you don't have to worry about like what people are going to think of you and all that stuff like when we were on our trip i think the biggest issue we had to deal with was how loud we could possibly scream on the cat and hat ride but I mean, just overall, it was just such a great trip. We had such a good time. We were able to see a lot of family. It was just so nice. Um, But after this trip, I realized that this was what I wanted to do with my life in some facet. If I couldn't work in the parks, maybe I could work at some other part of the whole resort, like the hotels or city walk or something like that. So once I finish high school, I plan to go to college for hospitality and hopefully get a job at maybe a smaller hotel in the local area in Michigan, and if I'm lucky I can work my way up and get a job at hopefully one of the Lowe's hotels like Hard Rock or, as I mentioned, Cabana Bay or Endless Summer or Lowe's Sapphire, one of those hotels would just be amazing, just because being in that environment would just be so wonderful. And so, yeah. um, And then, uh, another thing was, after we took our trip, I just looked up on YouTube and discovered all these great channels, like Theme Park Stop with Alicia Stella that I would highly, highly recommend. She also does podcasts, and... Defunct Land, who, excuse me, does more of like a—I uh, wouldn't really say reviews, but in-depth looks at not just current theme park attractions, but um, but just old ones as well, de- defunct ones. And he goes a little more in depth on Disney attractions, which which is good. And but he also does Universal stuff and just a a wide range of stuff, like he did Coney Island and Cedar Point, so he has a great channel, and he also does uh, podcasts as well, he interviews people who worked at the parks and worked at the hotels, and yeah, he's a great channel, I could probably mention a million more great channels, ones that come to mind are Expedition Theme Park and Theme Park History, and were just all great channels, and there are a lot of good vloggers too, like uh, Rick's Flicks, and The Tim Tracker, and just a lot of great, great universal YouTube channels, and just theme park in general YouTube channels, that I discovered um, even before and after I went to the parks. And I just realized that if there were other people who had The same passion, and could channel it into a way to to distribute this information through YouTube or podcasts or whatever, then they really inspired me to try and do it myself. And which, of course, eventually led me here. And even if only one or two people listen to this podcast, heck, even if nobody listens, that'll be okay, because at the end of the day, I know I didn't do it only for me, but I did it for all of you. So I guess in conclusion, when I think of Universal, I don't just see a theme park. I see a place where you can feel nothing but absolute happiness and bliss, where the emotion you feel is just only joy and exhilaration. Even though I am currently only able to go to the parks either once or twice a year, they really do feel like a second home because they're just so warm and welcoming. And I hope that you will hopefully continue this journey with me. And I hope this can be a great experience not only for you to listen, but hopefully for me to be able to make these podcasts. And so, again, like I said, I hope to come out with a new episode, hopefully every Saturday. And next time, I will be covering the new unannounced Jurassic Coaster. Um, I'm not going to call it the Velocicoaster, because it hasn't been announced just yet. So, I'll just name it the Jurassic Coaster. It'll be probably just a lot easier to call it that until universal actually announces something but i mean i don't know why they haven't officially announced it yet i mean the entire track has been built and they've well (laughs) i'll say this for next time but thank you everyone for watching and until next time i'm everything universal orlando and i will see you in the movies